Hello and welcome to episode nine of the I'm a Celeb Fan Podcast with me, Esme Todd. And me, Benji Potter. How are you doing? We've had a couple of days off. Do you feel um, you've had a bit of R&R? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like David Ginola um, during the I'm a Celeb break. I feel rested, relaxed. I've eaten many Snickers bars and uh, haven't slept on the floor. I've slept on a bed. Well, <laughs> what more could you want in life, eh? <laughs> so, yes. So, we I'm... had a couple of days off, um, but we were back for the Sunday episode. And can you believe that we had our first eviction already? I can't believe it. it it's come around so quick. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm dumbfounded. Are you Did it surprise you just as much? Yeah, no, completely bizarre to me. Like, these two weeks have gone insanely quickly. Um, so, yeah, I'm really confused that there's only a week left. I felt like we've just time travelled. But anyway, uh, today was our first eviction. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But we talked about this topic before, so we have to bring it up again. <laughs> and that is David stripping on the show. Always. <laughs> have you ever known a man to be so... I mean, bless him, and like you know, fair play to him. But have you ever known a man to be so happy to get his top off whenever possible? Well, do you know what? Fair play to him because he was booked as the kind of dashing older man of the series, and in terms of uh, value for money, he's definitely given ITV their pound of flesh, uh, so to speak. <laughs> um, but but not a hair on his chest at all. Did you notice that? Do you know what? I actually, I didn't notice that. Maybe I wasn't paying attention to his chest like you were, clearly. You should have paid more attention it. in school, Esme. You should have paid more attention. <laughs> I'll look out for it next time he gets his top off, inevitably, tomorrow or something. But 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 great body, it has to be said, right? I, how old is he again? Do you know? Uh, I'll Google it right now. I reckon he's, is he like 50-something, maybe? I'd say about 56. Uh, What's a specific guess? 54. 54. Oh, oh. Yeah, I mean, he's very in shape, isn't he? I mean, he obviously does a lot of working out because we've seen him do that. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, fair play to him. It was a nice way to open the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all we can say on the matter, do you think? Yeah, what more is to be said? But yeah. <laughs> um, Moving on. So after David Ginola whipped his kit off, um, the other campmates whipped their kit on and went into these freezing cold cauldrons um, where they had to, oh God, there's so many parts to these coin things sometimes, I struggle to keep up. So they had to sit in with their hands locked, uh, kind of cuffed to a lock and find these bits of pipe to build the pipe, to get the key, to ring the bell, to get the coin, to flip the coin, to do the chore or get the treat. Is that right? Yeah, so I just think it's a lot of effort to do the sort of challenges they have to do when all they get is a chance to, like, flip a coin and potentially get something really bad. I actually thought that that cauldron challenge was better and more challenging than the Bush Tucker trial. Do you think? Yeah, I just thought the Bush Tucker trials have become so easy or totally impossible, whereas that cauldron thing was like a decent level of difficulty. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess this is the replacement for the uh, castle coin thing, isn't it? 
Yeah, I just liked it. I thought it worked well and it got everyone involved. And I, I know we'll get onto the trial later, but I thought that what, the trial was a bit like very easy in parts and totally impossible in other parts. So what did you think was the best option for a prize and then the worst option for like the bad punishment thing? So um, I think the best option for a prize was um, hmm, the custard and sticky toffee pudding because sticky toffee <laughs> yeah. is totally my favourite dessert. And the worst option would be to hear Frankie Bridge sing for Castle Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Frankie. <laughs> which we didn't get to see, which was a complete, like, I felt like I was completely sold short. Like, when she when she got that bad trick, I thought, I'm going to see her sing, like, Saturday's songs badly. And I think, like, there was a bit of dancing from David or Simon or something like that, but not nothing really organised or cabaret-like. Well, they probably can't maybe lights, can they? Well, maybe it was so bad that the PR team of Frankie Bridge refused them to be able to show it. <laughs> That they were like, be, this will ruin her career. That would be amazing. What would be your best prize and worst uh, punishment? Um, I think I probably would be with you on the dessert one. I think that's quite a good one. Um, but for the punishment, I think maybe whoever had to do rice and beans on their own separately, that's quite miserable. Oh, I didn't see that one. That is really miserable. Yeah, they had to, it was like whoever the, it was both of them had to just sit and have rice and beans while everyone else had a normal meal. I think that's probably the most oh, depressing. Oh, I like that. I would have liked to have seen that, but hey, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> so um, moving on from that then, there was that quite nice conversation with Smoochie talking about her birthmark and how she doesn't normally show it. Was that right? Yeah, that's right. Like, I loved hearing that because Snoochie said she was worried about people thinking she was a catfish when she came into yeah. I'm a Celeb because she never shows her birthmark. And you couldn't really see it on screen tonight, but I did Google it, as many people probably would, just to really understand where she was coming from. And it's a gorgeous birthmark. And, you know, it just felt like a really tender conversation. And... Mm. um yeah, I just liked it. And, you know, obviously I, I love the drama and I'm a celeb and I love, you know, seeing viewers break contestants as I often refer to it, <laughs> <laughs> the sadist in me. But then there are tender moments like that and it makes you kind of fall in love with the show a little bit. Yeah, I think it's funny because when you're a child or a teenager, um, you get really self-conscious about how you look more so than I think you do as an adult. And I'm not saying that nobody's subconscious as an adult, mm. but maybe you care more. So if like, when you're young, the idea of having a birthmark is something people would tease you for or make fun mm. of. But actually, when you get to like an adult age, I think it's quite cool that she's got a birthmark because it's a bit different. It's like a little trademark thing to her. So I think mm. it's quite like, I think it's quite interesting. Whereas I, I can imagine when she was younger, she probably self-conscious of it. Whereas now I think it's quite like a little, oh, embrace your birthmark. It's quite sweet. But what's interesting is judging by that conversation, she obviously hasn't yet kind of grown out of that. And, and she does feel kind of embarrassed or self-conscious. So maybe I'm a celebrity has given her the opportunity to kind of show the real her warts and all and 
you know. Yeah, um, it would be nice to think that she comes away from this and she's gained more confidence in just mm, looking how she looks, whatever. Mm, I really enjoyed that. So it was a nice moment. Yeah, that was a nice, more, um, se- I would say serious, like a mm. more serious moment, which was yeah. quite fun to hear. Mm. Um, yeah, I like Snoochie. I think she seems really sweet. Mm. Um, but moving on to the uh, the trial, um, what was your what was your thoughts on that? Now my thoughts were, it just seemed like a bit of a dead trial. Like they were sat in that box, um, the fruit machine kind of chose something to like land on them, and then they had to try and catch a star, not a star, a coin. Sorry, it was quite difficult, but also it wasn't the most exciting. It felt like quite a low budget trial what was your thoughts there were a lot of bits to it and none of the bits really stuck out like the snake thing was too easy and the testicles thing was really too easy and then the coin thing like no of course you can't they couldn't catch it you know um yeah and 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 it just seemed a bit difficult and also like one thing i was thinking and probably thinking a bit too much into it but it's like matty give the viewers some sense of drama say what you like about <laughs> naughty boy but watching someone ace a bush tucker trial is not like exciting or fun for viewers like yeah. give us some reaction or some facial it's an entertainment show at the end of the day it's not a it's not a eating show or a survival show or a creepy crawly show it's an entertainment show so what would you rather him do though <laughs> Would you would you rather he like pretended for the cameras and like pretended to hate it, even though he didn't? Well, yeah, probably because that's what you want. That's what Ant and Deck are doing. You know, they're they're paid to, um, you know, ramp up the excitement and the jeopardy and mention yeah. the name of the creepy crawlies ten times in the same trial, even when you know <laughs> what they are, because it's an entertainment show. So as a celebrity, yeah. give the public what they want. You know, give us some entertainment. <laughs> so Matthew's doing too was well doing. for you. Yeah, Snoochie yeah. was good at that because she was good at the trial, but she also like made a fuss too. So she gave us best of both worlds. That's it. That's it. That's why I like her. <laughs> <laughs> um, and talking of that, um, kind of playing up for the cameras, there was a tiny little moment in camp. And some of you guys listening may have seen this, some of you may not. It was a real um blink and you'll miss it. But Matty came back from the trial. And Danny was yeah. talking to him about it. And Matty sort of, Danny was sort of like, you know, how was Naughty Boy? And da- Matty was making all these sounds like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And like, um, then he said, he sort of mumbled something along the lines of, um, you know, uh, he, he turned his media persona on. Um, mm. I haven't got a media persona. I'm just myself. Do you know, I'm so glad you spotted that because I actually didn't. And like you say, it was it's such a quick line. You know, with this show, like you you blink and you've missed yeah, a course. paragraph of conversation. And I'm usually like, tweeting for ninety percent of it. Yeah. So. <laughs> so if you're not if you're like looking away or maybe you speak to someone in the room next to you, you can miss like a very big line. Mm-hmm. And that was like a really big thing to say. And it's got a bit of a cattiness to it. Mm. Um so I'm really glad you spotted that because I I'm it's in it's kind of a bit of an insight that what Matt maybe that's as brutal as Matty was prepared to go considering he's being filmed. But like, I wonder what their true feelings are. Mm. Mm. Question mark, we shall see. Question mark. <laughs> um, so we've had a, we mentioned about sentimentalness earlier on with Snoochie. 
And there was another sentimental bit, and this happens every year uh, when they know somebody's going home the next day and they all take it in turns to go around the circle and say how much they've loved the experience, et cetera, et cetera. And whilst I'm, I'm going to be careful, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm so cold-hearted, but part of me is like, you've known each other for two weeks and the way they talk is if they've like grown up together. It just, I, I find it a bit much, but maybe when you're in that situation, maybe it's hard to relate to because I've not done it. But to me, I'm a bit like, I don't know. I want to say like, get a grip. Like, I, <laughs> can you know, can you be that in love with your, with them all? And, oh, I love you. I love you. They just like brandish that word out as if it's nothing. Um, and they just, I don't know. For me, it seems, it all seems quite put on. I don't know. What's, what do you think? Well, I, I believed it. Um, because I know how close you can get to people when you spend a long time with them and you you know you're kind of you're kind of isolated. I'm thinking mm. about jobs I've worked in in the past where I felt like bonded to people for the rest of my life. Uh, Ex bosses may be listening, um, but <laughs> from a viewer's perspective, I just didn't know them well enough. I didn't feel that they'd been through enough. I didn't feel they were far enough from home. And I'm generally quite happy with it in Wales, but it's like, if you're in Australia, you haven't seen friends or family, you can't pop to the shop. Yeah, I kind of am inclined to agree with you, Esme. Like, it yeah. just felt a bit of a fuss over nothing. Yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly what I mean. I think it just feels a bit like, I I'm not trying to underplay what they've been through. And I know it must be grim. I'm sure they all get homesick. I'm not... I'm not saying that that's not the case, but just the way they talk about it is if they've been there for like half a year and mm. that they've like not seen the outside world or, you know, mm. I just, to me, it, for they've been there two weeks, bearing in mind they've also had a little break of a few days mm. as well in between that, it mm. all just felt a bit like you've basically gone on a long camping holiday at this point. It just feels a bit dramatic to be like, oh, we, you know, I don't know. But then again, maybe if I went on the show, you know, in a parallel universe, and I would say the same, maybe, maybe when you're there, it does get to you. I don't, it's really hard to comment as an outsider, but just from watching it, it felt a bit much. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm just horrible. No, agreed. <laughs> and then from the sentimentality, went straight into the first eviction. And I got to say, this one quite, this one surprised me. Um, I don't, even though they had Snoochie and Arlene in the final frame, I don't think um, Snoochie had the least votes. I think that's um, a producer's decision to throw us off the scent. I think Snoochie mm -hmm. is doing very well with the public uh, personally and then Arlene uh, gets the boot Would that surprise you I do you know what I I got to that uh, the, when they're all sat around the campfire and I was like I genuinely have no idea who it's going to be I had mm. no idea I thought it could have been Louise it could have been Matty it could have been Kadena I, I literally had um, they're, they're just who I'm naming by the way they weren't my sort of top people mm. as necessary but I just I had no idea who it would be. And I don't know, normally at this point, you know, but again, I think it's what you were saying about, we don't feel like we've kind of maybe bonded to them or got to know them well enough to know who sticks out as being, I don't know, the least popular. Because I think it could it could have been a lot of them, apart from maybe like David or Danny or Snoochie, I didn't think it would be her. There's a couple that are a bit more have done, I, think, I don't think Naughty Boy will be gone this soon, but the rest of them are all a bit like on a level playing field where it could have been any of them, I thought. Yeah, I thought it could have been Kadena or Matty, 
or Louise, kind of any of the of, of the of the the outer rung. But just to, uh, before we go, just to mention on Arlene's exit, they asked her who she wanted to win, and she said two words. And I thought she was going to do that and really annoying thing where she mentions two celebrities, but she mm -hmm. didn't. She said she wants Naughty Boy to win, and it made me think of uh, when we had um, Holly Hoss on um, at the end of last week. Uh, yeah. At the end of this week, rather, um, uh, on Thursday. That's right, isn't it? And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, get me weeks confused. And both of you were saying you want Naughty Boy to win, and I was like, wow. So, so, so the nation is kind of split. Some people don't want him to. Half the nation don't want him to win. Um, they want to see him do every trial, and half the nation want him to win. Um, and I kind of, in that moment, watching the show tonight, thought, hmm, it could happen. Well, to be fair, like Holly wants him to win. I I don't necessarily want him to win. I just don't. I don't dislike him really. Right, right. Um, but then at the same time, I think I I don't know because we talk about this whole thing about you see one hour out of twenty four. Mm. I the the narrative I feel that the producers are getting at is that Naughty Boy's difficult because a lot of the storylines are about him picking fights or him yeah. not cooperating. I do feel like maybe we're seeing a bit of a narrative being put out about Naughty Boy being challenging, whereas they all seem to like him a lot in there. So it makes you wonder maybe he's not as bad. They're just the producer choosing to show us those bits for the drama. It's a good point. And I think he, there is a bit of a softy in there, but I think actually viewers are seeing through that. And, and, like, and like we've kind of... Uh, well, like I mentioned, I, th I think there's a chance he may win. Who do you think's out tomorrow night, Esme? Um, I'm going to say it's probably like Louise or Matty, maybe that one of those two, or Kadina. I don't know. Mm, I think. How about you? I think it's Matty. I think he was he was just too good uh, at, um, at at the trial today and not providing. Too he did much get voted him. for a trial, though. Remember. Yeah, yeah. So people anything, are voting for Yeah, him. anything could happen. Right. First eviction Sorry. done. Second yep. on the way tomorrow night. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. I, I, like, I like a bit of eviction because it's like getting to the crunch. And you start to get to see the celebrity. When it gets less of them, you start to see them a bit more of their who, who's who. And I thought you get to know them a bit better when there's less around. Mm, mm. We've barely even touched on Simon or... What's his name? Adam. Adam, that's it. We've because uh, they, they've only been there such a short time. We've barely even got a minute to speak about who they are. I don't, who, I don't know much about them at all. Anyway, that's for another episode. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get. Let's let's make some time for them tomorrow and see and 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 have a proper chat about how they're doing. Yeah, let's do it. Fabulous. Well, um, thank you for listening, guys. We've loved it today. We hope you come back tomorrow. Remember to like, share, subscribe to the podcast if you enjoy it and head to at I'm a Celeb podcast on Twitter and Instagram for more exclusive content. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you tomorrow night. Bye. Bye. Bye.